Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm grateful that we have a poem submission from Elena McMillan. And Elena's piece is called Belonging. Home for me means a safe place to undress myself and feel seen from the inside out, to bear witness to the divine being that I have been called to be. Home for me is a place where my authentic self can play and take up space without outside pressure from eyes and whispers. Two ingredients bound to make me feel guilty of the power I possess when I enter a room along my journey. If I happen to face moments of wanting to shrink, I walk up to a mirror and speak. You are more than the shape of your body. You are more than the hair on your head. You are more than the clothes that you wear. You are much more than eye candy satisfying a sweet tooth. Home for me is a place where I can get ugly with my darkest truths and still manage to find the light. Home is where I create something beautiful despite the fog that I encounter as I walk about cleaning up the debris that no longer serves me. I've learned that in my home, I must not live with a scarcity mindset. It keeps you stagnant, unsure of how to move about the walls you have built around yourself around your heart. Home for me is opening up, not only to others, but myself, breaking down walls and continuing to unlock doors that I wanted to keep locked until I left this earth. Home for me is embracing trust, trust in myself and trust in my discernment, realizing that although I may be alone on this journey, I still got a rider with me, and she will never steer me wrong. After all, she brought me here. To begin the journey of healing out in the open, on this open road, she is exposed, yet still very much protected. Yes, Elena, thank you so much for your reflection on this notion of home. Many people have written to ask about what is homecoming? You know, what does it mean to come home to ourselves? And so I thank you for your reflection as you think about and consider what it means to be at home and how we can get back to ourselves, get back to the truth and the trusting of who it is that we are. I am so grateful, and for others who want to write poems or vows to yourself, please feel free to share it and send it to homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. 
I also wanted to give a shout out on today to Christina Gray. Miss Christina Gray is a faithful listener to the Homecoming podcast, and I was informed by her daughter, Nia Gray, that she just became a grandmother. And so we are excited for you, Miss Christina, on your journey, your healing journey, and the beautiful family that you have. And so just sending you lots of love, support, and celebration on this landmark event in your family's life journey. All right, well, today we're going to talk about living life with meaning, living a meaningful life. This is so important. And as we think about trauma recovery, one of the components in many models is this idea of meaning making, how we determine how we interpret something, the meaning that we give it, our understanding of ourselves given our various life events and how we can live in such a way that we abundantly fully embrace our possibility, our truth, our identity. And so there are a number of important tips to think about living a meaningful life. And I want to first say, why this is even important, that stress and trauma disconnect us from ourselves, from our worth, our identity, our dreams, our purpose, and we can awaken emotionally, psychologically, spiritually to the reality that we have spent a lot of time living a life that was not congruent, that was not aligned, that was not reflective of our identity or our values. And so then a part of the healing journey is not only to reclaim myself, but to be intentional about the life that I am creating, that I am co-creating, that as it unfolds, I am not a mere spectator in my life. And I am not simply a victim of other people's decisions but that I also have a pen in my hand as I am writing this script, that I have agency, I have voice, I have choices and decisions, and I get to decide. I get to decide some key components about the way in which I approach myself, my life, and the way in which I treat others. And so One of the things that happens, I I teach a class, Lifespan Development, and uh, often people think about developmental stages for young children, but even for older adults, for elders, one of the key components in uh, the mental health of elders is when you reflect back on your life, if you can feel like there was some contribution or some meaning or some purpose to your living. And so instead of waiting and then feeling overwhelmed or distressed about what you feel is lacking, instead for us to mobilize, for us to engage and to actively decide, I want to live with meaning and I recognize that doesn't just happen by accident, it happens by intention. It does not just happen by accident. It happens by intention. And so to live a meaningful life, I would say first to really be intentional about living in the present, 
that when we are focused on the past or anxious for the future, we can miss out on what we can do and what we have access to in this very moment, right? So instead of saying, oh, I'm stuck grieving my missed opportunities, or to say, oh, I will live a meaningful life down the road when I am wealthy or when I find a partner or when all of these hypotheticals occur. What does it mean for me to occupy my life now? And so a meaningful life is a life in which I am present. I am showing up for myself in this moment. And I want to say you all taking the time to listen to the podcast is a way of showing up in your present life, right? How do I heal? How do I reconnect uh, in this season, right? I, I didn't know some things in my past seasons, and there are a bunch of future seasons that have uncertainty written all over them. But what I do know is this now, right? What I do know is this present. And so to give ourselves permission to be present is a way that we live with meaning. Another important piece to consider are what are your values? What are the things that are uh, important to you? What are your priorities? And then organizing your life such that it reflects your values, right? So if you value family or relationship, but all of your focus is in making money, then perhaps you're going to feel like you have a meaningless life. Or if your uh, value is integrity and you have spent your life trying to win other people's approval, even when that involved engaging in ways that are lacking integrity, uh, then you're going to end up feeling like, I've wasted my time, I've wasted my life, I've uh, wasted opportunity. And so when I get very clear, not just what sounds good, right? Because we want to be honest with ourselves. There are some things that it may sound nice to say are of value, but then I have to examine my life to say, what are my life choices? What are my time commitments really communicating about what I value? And so when those don't line up, then either I need to shift what I'm saying I value so that uh, I can tell myself the truth, or I need to shift my actions, my behavior, the way I allocate my time so that it is more reflective of the things that are truly important to me. And we don't all have the same values and that's okay because it is the way in which you choose to make use of your days, of your years, of your time, of your resources on the planet, right? And so for some of you, that uh, kind of number one value will be service and you know giving yourself and your time and your resources into service. And so for some of you, it may be attainment or achievement. And so you're dedicating your time uh, to achieving. For some of you, the most important thing is love. And so that takes your priority when you decide where you're going to live, where you're going to move, what you're going to do with your weekend, that it is all about trying to create or nourish or find 
relationship or connection. So what are your priorities and your values? For some of you, it's your spirituality. So you set aside time to nourish your spirit. Uh, what What's really important to you? That if I make that my guidepost, right? If I make that my anchor and live my life according to that, then I will feel like I have lived a meaningful life. Yes? So we want it to be in alignment with our values, with our priorities. And then it is important that we really think about our friendships and our relationships because the environment that we spend time in, the people that we connect with can either enhance a sense of meaning or purposeful living or it can really exacerbate, increase this sense that all I'm doing is wasting time, right? So um, if I am spending all of my time with people whose kind of primary priority is entertainment, is leisure, is pleasure, if that is not my priority, then I'm going to end up feeling like this was a waste, right? I've spent all this time sitting around with people and I, I didn't, it didn't nourish me in any way, right? Depending on who those people are. For others, you may say, my pleasure and my joy are a priority. And so I spend time with people that I enjoy and that feels meaningful to me, yes? So for there to be some alignment, some connection, as it relates to your friendship circle, your your social life, are you constructing, creating a social circle that feels meaningful to you? Do you have people in your life that you have meaningful conversation with? And that could be meaningful discussing world events, or that could be meaningful in terms of emotional intimacy that I share with them deep things about myself that I don't share with everyone else. And so, you know, what is your idea of a real connection, of meaningful connection? Hopefully a part of that idea of meaningful connection is authenticity, right? And this is a big theme when we talk about homecoming, if I spend the majority of my time with people uh, with whom I feel I have to be fake, then that can feel pretty meaningless unless you believe you're doing that for some larger priority or for some strategy by which you have to live as this false self. But to have a sense of authenticity will also give us, you know, a sense uh, of meaning it is also helpful when I think about a meaningful life to think about decluttering or simplifying my life. That if I am perpetually running around chasing something that is always beyond my reach and never discovering that which I carry, that which is in me, that which is important to me, then I'm going to miss it, right? And so just because you're busy does not mean that you're living a meaningful life. So I invite you to look at the things that you say yes to, the things that occupy your time, and to say, is there any decluttering that I need to do so that my life can have more meaning? 
there anything, any obligations that I want to release, any habits that I want to release, anything I need to let go of so that I actually have space for meaning and for purpose. And another component of living a meaningful life is being willing to take risk. You know, often this anxiety can keep us stuck. And I posted a quote, I think it was last week, about so many times insecurity keeps us stuck on the branch instead of extending our wings and and soaring. And so I invite you to consider what are the risks, the big steps, the leaps that you would need to take for your life to have more meaning that perhaps insecurity or procrastination have kept you from taking? What are the steps, the leaps, the jumps, the dives, the launches, you know, that would you feel like your life was more meaningful if you had started that business or if you started that ministry or if you went back to school? Would you feel like your life had more meaning if you stopped procrastinating about starting that nonprofit or adopting the child that you said you always wanted to adopt or actively looking for love connection? If that's a priority, but you have kind of closed yourself off from the possibility of meeting people. So what are the risks, the steps, the giant steps that you would need to take to lean into meaning, right? Of what is really significant and important to you and to examine and perhaps journal this week about what has kept you stagnant, stuck, procrastinating, afraid of taking the leap into purposeful living, right? What are your ideas about that? Your ideas about yourself? What did you think you needed in order to take that step? And perhaps you're able to start without it? Or how do you go about getting those prerequisites, those pieces that you believe are necessary in order for you to do this other thing? But to live with meaning is to dive in. To live with meaning also when we think about being centered in the present It also means not being stuck in resentment or grudges, right? That many times we preoccupied with events of the past and we can continue to get worked up about them in ways that keep them present. And so when I raise this, I want you to know I am not uh, saying it like it's a simple task. Right. So never, never, never would I say to someone, oh, just get over it or just release it. There's no just because the reason it has had a hold on you is because it is heavy, because it is intense. And what I would say is to make it a priority to work toward the healing, to make a decision that I don't want to stay stuck. I don't want this thing to continue to occupy the center of my life, my thinking, my decision-making, my self-esteem. I don't want it to remain the center, right? It took up, it has taken up so much space already in my life. 
And for me to actually get to living, to get to meaningful living, to get to purposeful living, then I have to shift my gaze. I have to shift seats. I have to no longer let the events of my past drive my vehicle. They have driven me all around town. (laughs) They've driven me into some dark places. They have driven me into some destructive decisions. And so I want to take the driver's seat back. I want to take it back. And so to do what is needed in order for your healing. And so for some of you that will be initiating therapy, for some of you that may involve cultural or religious practices, for some of you, it is that uh, reflection or use of the creative arts, but by any means necessary to dethrone the events of the past so that they no longer reign. Hmm to dethrone the events of the past so they no longer reign supreme in your life. And so as we continue to think about living a meaningful life, it's also important for us to consider what we are truly passionate about, what we are energized about, what makes us come alive. Because if I spend a lot of my life in activities and in conversations and with people for which or for whom I lack passion or enthusiasm, that will also make me feel like everything is pointless, right? Or meaningless, or it was a waste. So this requires self-awareness because what lights you up will be different than what lights me up. Right. I have a good friend who's a medical doctor. And back when we were in college on her wall where other people had posters of like uh, musicians or actors on her wall was a poster of a skeleton. Right. So that was her passion is the human body. Right. And so she has gone after it and it took some extra time some extra programs for her to be able to get into medical school, but she did it and that is her passion, right? I have another friend whose passion is gardening. And so she will spend hours, hours and hours in her backyard gardening. Now for the the medical doctor, the gardening would feel like a waste. For the gardener, studying a skeleton may feel like a waste. So we cannot make those determinations based on comparison or what other people think are important. Because sometimes the thing that you're passionate about, not everybody will get, not everybody will understand. And so this goes back to our priorities and values, right? Is my priority to seem significant to other people? So then I have to follow their script of what it means to have a meaningful life? Or is there a sense within me of what brings me alive, what speaks to me, what calls to me, what awakens me, what animates me. And so when I engage with the topics or issues or people that I'm passionate about, it will give my life a greater sense of meaning, a greater sense of what is possible for me and in me and through me. And then I would name 
If I want a meaningful life, I want to be intentional about what I do with my resources, not only how I spend my time, but also how I spend my money, right? Whatever amount of money you have to think about, do I share it with people that I care about? Do I invest it in issues that I care about? And even for myself, right? Not only do we think about our generosity to others, but am I willing to treat myself? Am I willing to uh, invest in a quality experience for me, right? To believe that I'm worthy or deserving of that. I think in one of our prior episodes, we talked about the example of some people spending money for fancy towels and sheets but then only allow guests to use them, right? To never feel like you are deserving of that beautiful thing that you bought, that beautiful plate or towel or sheet or whatever it is. And so how do I use what I have in ways that are meaningful to me, right? How do I utilize what I have? And I know Many of you are saying, well, you know, the bills take up everything that I have. And so I know that can definitely be a source of stress and of strain. And so that can make us even more intentional and have to prioritize even more to say, you know, out of this bit that is left over, right? Whatever size that bit is, you know, what do I want to do with that? in ways that will be meaningful to me. You know, whether that is I value my senior years and I want to make sure I have something in my senior years. And so maybe what helps you to feel, have more meaning and less stress is to save it, right? For some of you will be, you know, what brings me meaning is I can't take this stuff to my grave. So I want to share it. I want to give it. For some of you, it is a radical act to actually do for yourself. You know, you may have been raised to think anything for you is is selfish. And so you have neglected yourself for a big part of your life. And so it becomes meaningful uh, to give myself beautiful experiences, beautiful moments to invest in ourselves is a way of really claiming healing. And so I am excited about each of us on this homecoming journey. And I want you to know that meaning and purpose is not just something outside of you that other people get to decide, oh, this person had a meaningful life, but it's an inside job, right? Does it have meaning to you? Not what other people think. How do you find meaning? How do you create meaning in your own life? And that is so important as you come home to your authentic self. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. Mm -hmm.